Welcome, everyone, to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and I teach kindergarten through fifth grade PE large groups in Fort Myers, Florida. So welcome. Glad you're with us. Glad you're with me. Um, I appreciate you being here, as always. I really do. It's been it's been fun. I love podcasting. So I'm going to give you a quick hitter for the weekend. This Five Boomer Friday is called Not In My PE Class. And so I was thinking about the things, this is my eighth year teaching, of the, the things that I've changed my mind on, basically, and the things I just didn't know when I got into into teaching PE. And so, um, you know, I'm just going to take a stand on a few of these things. And, you know, I could be wrong. I, everybody's got their own opinion. But th- this is what I've learned. And these are the things that I really feel strongly about. So these are five things that I've changed my mind over my <laughs> changed. I've evolved my thinking. How about that? Over the past eight years. So here's the first one. All right, your first one is dodgeball. I think that's kind of an easy one for me because um, we played a lot of dodgeball my first two years here. I mean, a lot. I didn't know any better. I didn't know that it was even controversial. I just was like, hey, this is fun. I played it when I was a kid. It's cool. We have a lot. It just We were playing with the kids. I was throwing dodgeballs at kids. I mean, the second year I was here, it was all guys, like as far as coaches. Like I had three pairs. They were all, they were the, you know, all guys. It was the only year I had all guys. And... You know, we we played against the kids, with the kids, whatever. And, you know, I just, I saw the things. I saw the targeting. You know, they're, they're oh, he tried to hit me on purpose. No, I didn't. You know, uh, the injuries, the poor sportsmanship, the cheating. It was just bad. And I'm not anti-dodgeball, and I'm definitely not, you know, I don't know. I'm not anti-being a kid or, or anti-anything. I just... I know what I see, and I know it's not good for my kids. Now, that could be different for you. If you can justify that, that's fine. But, you know, I've said on a previous, one of my first podcasts about dodgeball that you better be able to justify it. I mean, Shape America says it's it's not a good practice. So whether you play dodgeball, and I was great at dodgeball. I loved dodgeball as a kid. I'm not downing dodgeball. I'm just saying times have changed, and I've I didn't want to buy into that at first either, and I slowly phased it out. And eventually, my now my kids, they never ask for dodgeball, ever. They know it's just not a part of my curriculum. And we play other games, you know, like Prairie Dog Pickoff, things where you aim at pins and things like that, or Castle Ball. Uh, I think another name is that Hula Hut Throwdown. You know, we play games like that, or you throw it, we call it Wreck-It Ralph, where they throw out the bucket stacks. So there's there's games where you throw d- those gator skin balls at targets, but not people. And so dodgeball is my first thing I've really changed on. So there's your first boomer. All right, your second one is large group games. So we used to play a decent amount of kickball and um, like, I want to say like t-ball, wiffle ball type stuff. And until I started getting into the, I guess, TGFU side of things or reading up on it, let's just say that, you know, I, again, I didn't know, you know, I played kickball when I was a kid. It was fun, but, you know, standing in line all the time, you know, there's 10 kids standing in line Everybody's just kind of out on the field picking daisies. There's the pitchers involved, the the kicker or hitter, depending on what sport you're playing, is is involved, and no one else is really involved, or they are a little bit, but it's just it's not enough movement, not enough, you know, handling of the ball. If especially things like even soccer, eleven on eleven soccer, like we don't do that anymore. We play small sided, five on five soccer, or even less if we can. Modified small group games is the way to go. Definitely, that is your second boomer. All right, number three is seasonal sports. 
Now, I used to kind of play along with the the big guys and girls, I guess. The, you know, baseball in the spring and, uh, you know, hockey when it's cold and, and stuff like that, soccer in the fall. And I, especially my third, fourth, and fifth graders, what I do now is the TGFU model. Now, I'm not a TGFU expert. I'm not going to claim I am, but I try to follow along in my modified type way as best I can. And what I'll do is we will go through a progression. This year's been the best. We'll start, we start with, or we started with target games. Um, we now are into striking and fielding games. That comes second on the complexity, complexly, <laughs> let me try that again. That comes second on the complexity level. So it goes target, then striking fielding. We will go soon into net wall and then finally invasion after Christmas. And sometimes I run parallel units at the same time, like invasion. I have been doing some invasion games in the field because I want to get them exposed to that, especially the fifth graders, because we're going to be starting our Chukball tournament right after Christmas. So I try to follow TGFU instead of seasonal, just say, well, it's cold, let's do this. If it's the spring, we're doing this. And so um, I just kind of got away from that. And I think TGFU, actually I know TGFU is the best way. So teaching games for understanding, look it up, it's awesome. All right, so warm-ups. I've changed on warm-ups. Um, I used to just do exercises, just straight-up exercises, no music, nothing, just, I don't want to say hardcore military style, but I used to just say, hey, okay, let's do jumping jacks, then let's do push-ups, then let's do this. And there is definitely a place for that. However, and that was, again, my, I'd say my first two years, I was just like, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I was an okay teacher. I, I, was a, I was a good classroom teacher, so I taught 10 years in the classroom. So I was a good classroom teacher, and that... And I was, I'm good at sports, or I've always been pretty good at sports. So, you know, but I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't know what I was doing those first two years. So I then added music. And then we started getting a little dancing in there. I had some females that could dance better than me. And then, you know, last year I had, or last couple of years I had, you know, a guy that could dance way better than me. And so we added dance and music, or sorry, dance and exercise together. And there's some days when we just do exercises. There's definitely a place for it. I mean, I, I love exercise, but... Instead of just hardcore military exercises or whatever, we have the the fitness dance kind of stuff going on. So adding those to the warm-ups has been a great thing for the kids. And it just, you know, varying the ways we warm up, varying the ways we do things around here. It's It's been a great addition. So uh, I don't want to call it, just call it warm-ups in general, just adding that dance element to it. Okay, and the final one is fitness testing. Now, I am going to put out a fitness testing podcast soon. I haven't completed it 100%. So um, the bottom line for me is I don't like fitness testing. When I first was here, again, I'm going back to my first couple of years, my performance was linked to the kids showing growth on like push-ups or pacers. And it was kind of ridiculous. It really was. The kids, their form is not great. Now we go over it. We work on it a little bit. But, you know, it's something you can't do it once in the fall and then do it again in the spring and say, hey, here's my growth. And, you know, also kids go through growth growth spurts. And, you know, so they're going to get bigger, faster, stronger just, in you know, in six months or whatever time period. Okay, their testosterone is a lot lower until they hit puber- puberty. So it's not, it's not impossible to gain muscle or to get, you know, to show improvement or get faster and stronger. But... At this age, third, fourth, fifth, it's just, 
it's not something I prioritize and it's not something that I, I feel is, you know, definitely should not be linked to, to my teaching performance and should not be linked to, you know, the kids, you know, self-esteem. Okay, we're, we do work on it. We do, um, you know, if they go from one push up to two, I'm happy. They should be happy. You know, I'm going to let them set their own goals. And, you know, to me, that's what's important to them getting better and feeling better about themselves and living a healthy lifestyle. So fitness testing, I've definitely changed in the past couple of years, my mind on just overall how we do it and what it's all about. All right. So those are your five boomer Fridays of just the evolution of my thinking in PE. So I'd love to hear your feedback at supersizephyzed.com. The link will be in the show notes. Love to hear your thoughts on it. You guys are awesome. Please sign up for my newsletter. Go to my website. Uh, the, put in your email for the newsletter that I'm going to put out. I've been putting out every month, or I started to. How's that? And there's, there's also a free PDF there for that I change uh, periodically. This one's still because um, I had a lot of requests for the Save the World game. So go to that. Go to my website at the links in the show notes and sign up. And you guys are awesome. Have a great day. Here's a new one for you.